0: Welcome back to the Ignite Tindance Within Podcast, where we solve life and business problems that transform businesses and individuals into happier and fulfilled ones. It's been a while since we had a show like this, and I'm pleased to introduce you. Today, I've got a wonderful guest, Notando Kumalo. Ladies and gentlemen, tell me a little bit about yourself. For those who don't know who Notando Kumalo is... Who is Nontando Kumalo, where is she from? What type of environment did she grow up in? And how did that environment that she grew up in shape her, shape her views, and shape who she has become as a woman today?
1: Nontando Kumalo is a bitume lo Say that was raised, uh, that was birthed by Etowna women and a, a Zulu man, hence the name Nontando, and the surname Kumalo. Um, uh, you know, I, I was raised um in in a black community of 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 a belief that a child is raised by a village. I, I was raised in a community where Kelwani will never sleep on an empty stomach because this you know. I, I was raised in a community where I I I was exposed to a whole lot of things, uh, but uh, because uh, what was important to me was how was I raised back home before I got exposed to the things that were happening around the environment I grew up in, you know. Um um well growing up i i was exposed to 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 a whole lot you know i was exposed to stories of young women being raped by their uncles getting pregnant at a tender age you know and as i grew up i i experienced teenage pregnancy but it was a story of a young girl who fell in love broke her virginity and got pregnant. you know <laughs> it was never a matter of of me experiencing the stories that I grew up around. i I, I grew up in an environment where we had um uh, 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 Paza, we had um everything was so okay back then economically, everything was, you know, everything was just uh, uh, coming together. I, I grew up in an environment where, Umama used to take me to 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 where she worked. you know? i used I used to grow up with with white kids, the boss's kids. I used to go to to white schools, you know? i I went to multiracial schools where umama would would stay in at work so that i I get comfort and I stay in a suburb somewhere in Emerentia, somewhere in Greenside, in Bedford View, you know. All my growing up days were comfort because of Umama who who took me to Elokshini on, on weekends. And I would get exposed to Abantanaba Selokshini, And, you know, I, I grew up as a very comfortable child because my mother was a domestic worker. I never felt that space that my mother is a domestic worker, my father is... Is a carpenter and he has a workshop in Boxburg. I, I used to go to work, you no know, me, and he'd do upholstery, and I'll be there doing that upholstery with him. You know, he his bosses would would um buy me birthday cakes. I, I would never miss a birthday. I, I'd never have a birthday without a birthday cake. You know, it's either it came from my father's bosses or my mother's bosses. You know, I grew up in an environment where lehuwa or Umlungu was the it thing, you know. Uh, when you went to a multiracial school, you were known as a uh, wanoke and you'd get labeled a coconut, you know. And I mean, uh, all those things shaped me to the woman I am today because as I grew up and I became a teenage mother, I started getting exposed to to real life, you know. I, I, I got exposed to the, the, the raw life of being a woman in society and I started knowing my place as a woman in society the minute I had a child because I, I had to grow up instantly. I, I had to view men differently because I, I got pregnant at a young age and it didn't lead to a marriage or, or having a serious a serious relationship with, with that man who... who who supposedly made me pregnant, you know? I, I I grew up and I learned that men are different people on their own. And it shaped me real good because I came out stronger. I came out a young mom. Because I mean, looking around me, looking around with the with the with the women that I grew up with, they they have um three to four kids as opposed to me who who experienced teenage pregnancy and got all the judgment in the in the community and environment i i stayed in you know it it really shaped me because it taught me a lesson that you might be first in all the bad things they label you as but you also be the last you know to 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 experience hardcore situations because you learn fast I experienced a teenage pregnancy, but I got to grab on and I got to learn a whole lot of things as opposed to those who grew up in and had babies at a later stage. They are still grabbing on and still learning, you know, they haven't really experienced or saw life the way that I saw it. So uh, the environment I grew up in, it shaped me to be the woman that I am right now today. And... Unontando is is very opinionated. Ubi Dumelo is very outspoken. Ubi Dumelo is very raw. Um she she gets head on, you know, and I engage in in very deep conversations that that just knock hard, you know. So I I, I, I always perceive myself as the voice, you know. I always perceive myself as Ubi Dumelo the voice because I, 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 I I voice out these things that that hit home for so many, but because uh, society has grown up to be uh, a people who hide behind uh, 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 keypads on their phones. It has become people that cannot face reality and voice out real life issues. You know, so I I grew up in an environment that taught me to come out and be out there in the public and voice out my opinions and and just talk about these real life uh, matters that happen.
0: Wow, wow, wow. this is very powerful. this is very powerful. T- take me to that moment, take me to that moment of teenage pregnancy. How did you get pregnant as a young as a as a young teenager? Was it by intention? Was it by mistake? And when things didn't work out between you and, and, and the guy, allow me to use the word the guy, what changed? Because a lot of women come out of a situation like this with bitterness to say that, no, uh, men are trash, you know, men, men are this, men are that. But what changed for you? What What, what story did you tell yourself when you got pregnant? what story did you tell yourself about yourself what story did you tell yourself about your situation and when you had all of those uh, those harsh and nasty words that they would say to you that they would say about you maybe from your peers from the community even around the older ones the parents that you would be looking up to to say that they would be the ones to comfort me but they in turn become the bullets that would be piercing and shooting through your heart take me to that moment what happened what 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 made the difference what was the story that made a difference for you so that you don't end up like other women who 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 got out of the situation beta and to actually become a voice for men but but we'll get deeper into that as we'll be getting uh, into your story what tell tell me a little bit about that what happened
1: well i cannot say that um my pregnancy was planned because i mean i was 17 that that's a tender age of 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 being a teenager i got pregnant because i was passing through a phase of of being a teenager you know hence teenage pregnancy i mean i i just fell into this thing of being a teenager and back then you know and not that I wasn't aware of of the repercussions of of having sex as a young as a young woman. i I, I knew these things because I mean, I, I went to multiracial schools where you 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 would you would be openly taught about these things as opposed to back then it was it was difficult topics to engage in, you know, but I mean, i I was it was that phase of just being a teenager, you know. And it wasn't peer pressure, there wasn't no pressure whatsoever. It, it was just me being a teenager that, that was going through that phase, you know. So I, I I happened to be pregnant and what I told myself was that it's not the end of the world for me because I had my mother who was there with me from day one until I gave birth. I mean, it wasn't easy but I, I had a few complications. You know, that I faced as a young woman giving birth, but it didn't it didn't put an end to to, to my light. And I, I didn't I chose not to be bitter towards the father of the child because my mother then said to me, "I raised you when your father passed on because I lost my father at a tender age of eleven, you know, And my mother said to me, i raised you i mothered you i fathered you after your father's death so i i don't see the reason why i shouldn't be able to mother you and father your child and mother your child at the same time i i I am your parent and the negative um comments that came from my uh, community didn't really bother me because now i knew that it, it's just a matter of time until it dies down and they go on to the next victim. You know, Ekaasi, it's always been the case. But because I think my mom was there for me, they didn't really shoot to my heart because I knew that at home I've got the support. At home I've got the love. You know, I had something to fall back on. So they didn't really shoot straight to my heart. I didn't take them into consideration they didn't bother me that much and i i I just chose to 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 be a mother the minute i fell pregnant I, i i decided to become a mother i told myself that i'll be a mother i'll raise my child because it's not about the father whether he wants to be part of it or not my child came first because i sat down and thought no if if i don't do things for this child and come out every time saying he has a father my child will never get to live a life of being a child he'll never experience the love of a mother he'll never experience being raised like other kids are raised and I've forever filled that void of of not having a present father even though it happens that at times the father would come after two or three years I, I, I always allowed him to see his child. I wasn't doing it for him or for me. I was doing it for my child so that he knows where he comes from, so that he knows his father. And I allowed my child to even go to, to his father's family. I allowed them to take him uh, on December holidays. I, I wasn't doing it for, for anybody. I was doing it for my child because when I became a mother, I, I realized that, your child comes first. Your child should matter to you. Your child's emotional well-being as a parent should matter to you regardless. So I, I, I took out that toxic trait and said to myself, my child must know his father. My child must know where he comes from so that when he grows up, he grows up into a man that knows where he comes from so that he gets a direction of where he's going regardless you know, because um I saw that fighting, fighting for my child's emotional well-being is not going to help my child. You know, I, I, I resorted to allowing the father of my child to be present in his child's life. I, I, I didn't throw at him um painful words of telling him that he's he's not supporting his child. He's not doing this. He's not doing that. I just became grateful every time he came and his child saw him. Even today, my son knows his father. Even today, my son knows that he has his father's family. He even asks to this day that he wants to go spend Christmas with his father or his father's family. And and it, it has never been an issue between me and him because he knows that his father is his father. And it 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 really it really gave me a better relationship with my child because he's very open-minded he he understands when i talk to him as a mother so i think it, it helped me a lot because raising a child out of a bitter heart and 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 feeding him this thing of having a conditioned mind about his father being a bad person It consistently grows in him and he becomes bitter. He becomes a very angry child at why is my father not there? You feed him stories. You feed him your side of the story, whereas there's also his father's side of the story, of which many women uh, make a mistake there because children grow up and do what they see in you they don't grow up and do what you tell them to do so i decided no let him raise him and show him the way he will be the one that decides to take a path that is not right when he grows up but i will forever be proud of raising him in a in a correct way of of showing him how how to do things you know so this bitterness is 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 not what lived in me i just told myself i'll I'll struggle with my child. I'll make it and each and every day. I just wake up to to say to myself, "My child comes first. My child is my pride. My child is my child is everything to me. It doesn't matter if today I don't have money for this, but I know I'll wake up tomorrow a better person, and I'll make sure that my child gets whatever it is that I had wanted him to get, you know. So, I mean, raising a male child in this society should, or a child in general, we as parents, especially mothers, we, we, should, we should teach our children forgiveness instead of bitterness.
0: Wow, 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 wow. This is very powerful. This is very powerful. Ah, wow, I'm reminded of... What president abraham lincoln said he said that all that i am and all that i ever hope to be i owe to my mother i mean looking at just just how you just shared the story of of the support that you got from your mother who said that i fathered you and i mothered you alone because you had lost your father i mean that that's very powerful a lot of mothers won't be able to do that you know a lot of mothers would say, ah, like in my culture. In my culture, they go like, oh what? You're pregnant. Oh, it, it means you've grown up. Eh? You are an adult now that you engage in adult activities. Okay, then make way. Make way for your child. If you have to quit school so that you can support your child, then do that. If you have to go and look for a job so that you can be able to provide for a child, then do that. If you can't do that get out of my house go and stay with that boy who got you pregnant and yeah th- that's what happens that's what happens in our communities or in in my culture or the way i grew up and you would constantly get threats that if you impregnate one child if you ever <laughs> if you ever impregnate anyone's child then it means that you are ready to be a father and you will make a plan you will make a way for your children now before we move we move along and, and and get to to the deep stuff tell me what are some of the lessons that you learned from your mother about your father i mean losing your losing your your father at a tender age of 11 i, I would assume that i don't know if you were able to feel it i'm not sure did did other children say no you know you know you know when when you lose your your parents you know some kids are insensitive to to those things and some some might not be properly taught so what are some of the lessons that you learned from your father's presence in your life in that short time and even what are some of the lessons that you learned in his absence what are some of the takeaways that you learned from your mother that maybe if you are sharing someone who's listening to this podcast, who's a mother, who's bitter with, uh, with the father's child, uh, who's bitter with their, uh, with their parents because they chased them out of the house because they got pregnant at a tender age? What are the lessons that you would want to share with them? about raising a child alone what are some of the lessons that you would want to share with every woman who's listening to this podcast who's saying i'm bitter because i never had a father who's saying that i hate men because of what my father did to my mother some of them they don't even know the story they don't even know what happened between the mother and the father but they were conditioned by their mother out of a bitter heart to hate their father, to hate even his own family, not even knowing what really happened. So what are the lessons that you want to share with us and them that you learned from your own father in his presence and in his absence? And what are some of the lessons that you learned from your own mother about your own father? And even what are some of the lessons that you learned from your own mother about motherhood? And fatherhood. What are those lessons? Um. Well,
1: m- my father's death was 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 something that it, it hit me hard because I was very close to my father, and when I lost him at that age of of eleven, I it just shattered my world completely. Because the first thing that came to mind was h- how am I going to? to live my everyday life without him. And how will I cope without uh, 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 getting his presence every day? Because um, my father was was a friend to me. My father was, I was basically I was daddy's girl. But because my mother was there and she is still here till today, I, I, I found comfort in, 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 in that, my mother is still there and she, she just gave me the love that I deserved. She she, she, she closed that gap of, of me not having a father. She, she understood the relationship I had with my father. Even if back then my mom and and my, my, my father didn't um, stay together. But my mom always channeled me to the direction of, of going to my dad whenever I wanted to because I was my father's daughter at the end of the day. Um, there they, they were adult uh, issues between them. They There were fights, there was separation, but it didn't affect me because both of them made sure that I love them both and I'm um, in their lives, whether they're together or not, you know. I, I grew up not... Not interfering in in adult uh, 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 issues um, I don't know if it's because now we we grew up we, it's 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 now a generation of 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 children being opinionated or is it because of the rights not that there were not rights back then, but i I grew up in in an environment where umdwana wouldn't interfere in adult um issues I, I would have my parents fighting, but I wouldn't see it because they tried their best to handle their uh, home affairs, their marital affairs, without uh, involving me as a child. Um, I mean, I grew up as the only child, whereas I had brothers who stayed with my mother's family in the Northwest. I was the only daughter that stayed with my parents until um, a certain age that... My, my my brothers and and sister came to stay with us, you know. So I was the one who fully experienced um, my parents' um, parenting uh, 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 methods, uh, you know. Even if they shared their love with their other children, but I was the one who stayed with them, you know. So I I I grew up knowing that um, adults are not are not meant to be questioned uh, for the actions they take. Um, they are not meant to be questions in regards to their affairs because at the end of the day, you are the child. This is where respect comes in. This is where you grow up with with, with that uh, mutual respect towards your parents because they gave me respect. I was never raised in a home that when there's a problem between my parents, I'd be the child that takes sides. I would never be involved in that and I think that plays a major role. Of, of, of parents being able to sit themselves down and not involve kids in their issues, you know. I, I think it, 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 it all starts with the parents because the minute the father fights with the mother and the mother starts throwing fire to the child about the father, that's where the problem comes in, you know. I, I, I grew up best generally, I would say, not engaging myself in adult affairs. I had my parents. They loved me the same way that I loved them. You know, so I, I really grew up uh, that way when it comes to uh, um, me being a child loved by my parents. And now with with, with parents and uh, mothers that um, uh, condition the minds of their children when it comes to their fathers, that, that is very wrong indeed because now children can't sit... Uh, their parents down and ask them exactly what happened or what should be done i think uh, parents should now sort out adult issues as adults and leave children out of it now let you know children grow so fast allow a child to grow with the presence of both parents and let them decide for themselves once they've grown up once they've grown to, to to take decisions on their own whether they want to be in that parent's life or not, you know. And um, me losing a father, I was a child, as I mentioned, that I didn't grow up Ekaasi with other kids, you know. I grew up partly. Um, when my father passed on, I I never got to have other kids saying, shame, uh, she, she lost her father. You know, I never got to experience that because I had, my mother and her family, and my father's family, who was there for me. It was. It wasn't that thing of saying, "Shame! It's a shame." Um, she. She lost her father. Things are gonna change. I never had that because there was love all around me. You know, <laughs> unfortunately, I was never one of those kids. And um, having to 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 touch on on that issue of of parents who would chase you out when you are a, a young uh, teenager who's pregnant i mean that that's just uh, pure um it's pure uh, uh, bitterness because you know chasing out a child that that you birthed uh, as a parent that is you giving up on your child that is you being fed up with your child you know and now it, it when when that child grows up whatever they go through in life it takes them back to that exact experience. And you see, that is what causes bitterness inside of most women who grew up with parents that threw them out. Who, who grew up with parents that that didn't wanna be there for them, who grew up with parents that that threw painful words to them for, for the for the for the things that happened to them at a young age. I mean, I I personally never thought my mom would um accept me because I also grew up with parents who blatantly uh, uh, told their children that you you are on your own, you are pregnant, you are on your own, I'm not going to accept you, that boy needs to take care of you, you know. And today, those are the very same women that are are raising girl children in the very same way they were raised, you know. I think it's a generational case, this thing. And now it needs to be broken by us young women it needs to be broken by us that once experienced it and we need to change that we need to view it in a different mind set we need to to just upole you know when when you accept the way you were raised and you grow up you want to change for the better you don't want to get stuck in that um, in that background you used to grow up in you know so I think it starts with us as young women to to, to change that for our children, for them to be a better generation, because generation to generation we, we, we need change, you know. So I, I, I think it 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 really is up to us as young women to change that mindset. And um I've I've never really um experienced that thing of 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 having to to be a better woman towards any man. I, I mean, I've, I've experienced um, uh, uh, abuse, you know. I've experienced it because, I mean, I got pregnant at a young age. The father of my child was was a very uh, abusive man. Not that I experienced his abuse throughout, you know. I, I experienced it only once where it was a case where it, it got physical. And after that, I, I left because... I had decided that this is not the life I want to live. This is not the life I choose for myself. You know, that's when I cut ties with him as the father of my child. Because once a man lays a hand on me, mind you, I was only 18 year old by then. A year after giving birth to my child, I I, I, I was a teenager after all, you know. And he was a man that saw a mother, you know, because we had a child. He laid his hands on me and that's when I started knowing that no man deserves to lay a hand on me because my father never, ever in my life laid his hand on me regardless of what I did. He raised me as his child. He raised me as a child he nurtured into giving love and into teaching ways of living. You know, the lessons I had learned from my father in his presence was that I I deserve to be loved and if I don't show and if I don't feel and see that love anyway, I should leave. That's what he taught me and that's what I saw in him, you know, because he, he would love me. He, he would love me endlessly. And that's what I learned from my father. From my mother, I learned to forgive every day. From my mother, I learned that forgiving is not about the other person it's simply about you and your peace of mind from my mother i have learned to to be very humble at life to be very humble at certain situations in my life and just forgive that alone has power on its own because till to this very day i i i have forgiven people who 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 never said they were sorry i have forgiven people who have never deserved my forgiveness, but because I learned it from my mother, it gave me peace. To this very day, I, I'm a growing up and I can't point anybody and say, this is my friend. No, I, I have people that I live with. I have people that I know. I don't have friends because a lesson I learned from my mother was that friends will either put you where you are or take you back to where you come from. It's only a few that will take you to where you are supposed to go. And beyond that, you are the one who will take yourself there. But having to drag yourself down with other energies around you in form of friends, it will never work for you. Rather be a powerful woman on yourself. Build yourself, know yourself and forgive anything and everything that is going to disturb your peace. And that is what I learned from my mother every day. She has taught me to be a very strong woman. And for that woman, I shall live. And for that woman, I shall do everything that I had said I will do. I will go get everything that I said I will get, you know. And um, or, or, or recently I, I learned a lesson from my mom that um, at my age, I I mean, my age mates are married. Others are successful in their careers. Others are financially stable. They've moved out from home. You know, they're in stable relationships. And here I am. I'm, I mean, I'm 29. <laughs> I'm a year old from the Big 30, of which it's it's pressure from society that you you must have certain things, you must be somewhere, you know, you must have achieved certain things. But no, I've I've, I've, I've grown to learn that when you're at peace with yourself, Nothing will be used against you. Your flaws will never be used against you until this very day. My mom is here for me. That is what keeps me going every day that I'll get there, I will be there. So uh, those are the lessons I learned. And to bitter mothers, young mothers that grew up in in, in environments that they were pushed when they got pregnant at a young age, it's it's not who you are. Where you come from and how you were raised is not where you are going. If you learn to heal, if you learn to move away from those things that disturb your peace, you will become a better person and you will see a brighter side of life. You will do things better. You will teach your children to do better than you from where you come from.
0: Wow, 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 wow. This is powerful. This is powerful. Those are definitely some lessons worth noting down and i hope that the ladies who are listening to this even the men are taking notes to sh- to show that you know what These are some powerful lessons that i want to teach myself these are powerful lessons that i want to teach my son or my daughter and after experiencing that uh, that experience that you know your partner saw you as a as a woman instead of as a young child and wanting to excuse me let me use the term to lay hands on you (laughs) yes to to lay hands on you sorry for laughing it's not really funny wanting to lay hands on you one would 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 be tempted to think that you would gravitate towards you know being anti-man or saying that no 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 i am against men you know Men are, men are toxic because this happened to me. Someone physically got physical with me. they, 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 they musulated their power towards me. but one one would when when, when, they, when we get when someone gets into gets to know you they realize that no that's not the channel that you gravitated towards. You are an advocate towards men. you are a voice for men. Now, what changed? What made you having that experience with someone being physical with you to you saying that, no, perhaps there is a reason why he got physical with me. Perhaps he's got some issues that he has to deal with that he, he never got a chance to deal with and and he, he used the wrong way to try to assess or to try to address those issues. What got you to, to ultimately you officially saying that, no, I am anti-feminist, considering the experience that you've been through because you know a normal girl or a traditional woman would say that no I am against men and their empowerment I am against men and everything they stand for because they did this to me I even have the scars to show you this is uh, perhaps maybe this is where the slab was This, this is how he slapped me you didn't you didn't be you didn't you didn't take that story what changed for you and what made it different for you to ultimately take that door to say that you know what i know being raised by my own father having had had that relationship with him having to experience life living with my mother as a single woman and living with my father what gave you that voice and what made you or what inspired you to ultimately become this advocate for men and their empowerment and being a voice to the voiceless men out there
1: well w- what made me advocate uh, for men is that i i never took my experiences of 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 my past into my present because I, I reckoned throughout my years of of dating that honestly, i I've been a manipulative woman in in my past relationships, manipulating men simply because I'm a woman. I've used that thing of saying, because I'm a woman, I can do this and get away with it. Because I'm a woman, I can get this from this man. You know? I, I've been manipulative in my past relationships, and I've seen what it does to men. I, I've seen, how how I can use my power as a woman to bring down a man or to make a man bow down to me a- and give what I want at that time, and I, there was a relationship I experienced where I I I I used to to manipulate that man to a point where I saw him cry tears, and the minute I I, I used that power of manipulating over him. He would come back to me crying, telling me about how he grew up, telling me about the reason why he's doing certain things to me is because of how his father or how his mother used to raise him as a child. I, I once dated a man who 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 used to sit me down and, and tell me about his upbringing and tell him me about how it made him feel. And certain actions he took or he did at that time, it, it didn't justify them, but he's a b- bringing played a major role. Uh, that was when I was around 2021, 20, you know, and I've always been uh, 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 a woman who, 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 who's inspired t- to write, I've always been an outspoken woman. And that is when I started uh, sharing my views on on how women treat men, but it wasn't in a deeper sense of feminism. I, I, I started learning about feminism at a later stage and I started doing my research about it. And then no, I came to recognize that uh, 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 black women use feminism as a mechanism to bring down the black men, w- whereas we have black men that are already brought down by, by their bringing or their past, you know and you can't kick a dog when it's lying down you know men are are lying down to a point where they go down for women who who will never who will never bring them up you know as 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 to saying that um i mean white feminism white women use their feminism to get to the top they take their men to the top with the power that they hold because they know that their men will always take them to the top as well you know by so saying i mean that when a white man is is, is 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 leading a company his women will never suffer his women will be part of that company his women will will live to tell a tale of saying i started here and me getting here is using my power giving it to a man so that he can also bring me up as a woman you know and um well black feminists use um power and they channel it to the wrong direction you know they, they they are angry at black men you know and it really it really brings up a question as to why are women angry towards the black men it's because the manipulation that a black woman does to, to a black man is is appalling really it's it's very distasteful how a woman can can disrespect a, a man and get away with it because simply she's a woman, you know. I think uh, women have used this. Uh, I'm I'm sorry for the language, but I mean I, I I'll say it as raw as it is. Women use their vaginas to, to overpower men, because now a woman will tell a man that um. Uh, there's no other like me, when they're forgetting that men have better options than them, as much as women have better options of men to choose from. But now the, the question starts here. How do you now compete with multitudes of other women to a man that has chosen you out of all those multitudes? Why can you not wake up and fight to be a better person than you were the previous day? Why can you not wake up and use that power to better yourself, to empower that very same man? You know? And well, I, I started advocating for men because I've experienced a very a very touching story. i I have experienced a story of uh, 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 my sister. She's a mental patient. and she she got raped by a man in a community that we live in till today. She got raped and she was infected with HIV by that very same man. We wake up and see that man every day. That is when one of the lessons that I learned that forgiveness, it's for you, but not for the other person. Well, I was, I was shattered when, when my sister was raped and and we found out that she's infected with HIV and she's a mental patient and it, it's painful how, how the justice system failed us again because, I mean, she's a mental person. She, she can't stand in court and, 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 and say her, her side of the story, you know. The law doesn't favor a, a mental patients to that extent, you know. But um, it taught me that uh, that, man, that man is what he is, you know. He did what he did uh, and he knew what he was doing. And now what what makes me happy every day is that I wake up to I I go to the clinic and queue up for my sister's ARVs in the very same community in a local clinic at home. We didn't say no, we will hide it. We will we will go to doctors to get her treatment as much as she's a mental patient. she, She cannot go get her own treatment. I have to be the one that stands and say she's my sister. I go to that local clinic where people that know me in the community see me and it comes to people saying, hi, Ubi uh, uh, is, Dumelo is 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 taking ARVs, she's infected with, with HIV, with them not knowing the real story behind me going to the clinic, you know. So I've, I've supported her. For me, that's support, not caring what people say. But no, coming back to that man, sorry, um, we live with him in the community. We see him every day. He's living, you know, but beyond everything else, my sister came out stronger. She is also still living and we are there for her. But because he's an old man, I couldn't sit him down and question him, why are you doing this? Why are you like this towards women? You know, he's got his own story to tell, even though it's not, it's, it's not a, a justifiable what he did. But the justice system failed us. We couldn't take the law into our own hands we just decided to heal we decided to be there for my sister you know and till to this very day she, she's doing just fine until to this very day it is still said around the community that bito melo takes arvs you know as healthy as i am it's still said in the community that you no know, she takes arvs because we see her at the clinic every day you know it, it, the people it, it's 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 something that came to me that, you know what, I'm not going to be bitter towards this man. I see him. I see him on a daily, you know, and it didn't bother me seeing him because he 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 did what he did knowingly so, you know. But that, that still didn't make me bitter towards men. It still didn't make me want to to hate men. I mean, I've lost a child at the hands of a man. I've lost a child at the hands of abuse, you know, I miscarried a child because of, of of a relationship I was in. It was toxic. It turned out to be toxic because of a whole lot of things, and it, it it resulted in me miscarrying. But because I I set that man down, and and he he told me that he was pushed to be an abusive man verbally and emotionally because of his upbringing. Till today. I've, I've separated with that man and I found peace in that. But it didn't push me to, to become bitter towards men. I've got so many other stories of, of men in my life, but it didn't push me to be bitter because I, I've had a man crying in my hands. I've had a man crying telling me what he's going through at that moment in time. I've had a man crying telling me how he was raised. I've had a man crying, you know, I've, I've seen men weak in my presence. I've seen men coming to me. I've given them my ear. And to this very day, I still don't find a reason why I should be bitter towards them. And it pushes me more to advocate for men because the very same men that came to me crying couldn't go to their friend, couldn't go to their uncle, couldn't go to their brother to talk about what they're going through. You know, So it's, it comes to show that men men are not are not uh, uh, voiced out as women are and men are always expected to be strong in every situation regardless men are never asked how they are doing men are never given the platform to 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 upbring bring uh, 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 to bring up their their mental uh, uh, um, health emotional well-being you know men are forever expected to be strong men are forever expected to be there for everyone you know, so I I, I reckon. Let me be an advocate for men. Let me let me be uh, 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 the voice for men. Let me be there for men. Let me listen to the cry of men, and maybe just maybe we might get somewhere as a nation. You know, because I, I believe that we are very dominant as the black race, but because we fight amongst each other with each other, we 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 have power without control as women and especially towards men we use that power we don't channel it to the correct things so me advocating for men is i'm very passionate about it it's a drive for me and i i I portray and put my message across every day for men because each day i i talk to men each day i hear these stories that men share and it's very sad how how women don't even... I mean, I've spoken to married men who i have spoken to men who have partners, men who share things with me that they could possibly share with their partners. But because their partners don't give them that chance, their partners see them as strong men, their partners expect them to be strong men. They are never given that opportunity in their relationships, you know? So I, I advocate for men And I stand for my word, you know, irregardless of who's against me or against what I say. You know, I shall advocate for men and my voice will be heard.
0: Wow, wow, wow. This is very powerful. It really takes a bold woman to admit and to say that. A courageous bold woman to say that I myself was toxic. I myself used my own vagina to manipulate men or to manipulate a man in my life. Now, if a young woman is listening to this podcast and they are saying that, I I, I hear you and I hear what you are saying, but where do I start? How do I become a woman who is pro-women empowerment but does not use the power or the environment that we are in that favors women more than men? How do I become a feminine in these times that we are in? How How do I... Or what are the lessons that I as a woman could could take? What, what, do, what are the lessons that you would share with that particular young person who's saying that, I am a woman and I advocate for women's rights and women's empowerment, but I don't want to be toxic like you just described. What are the lessons that you would share with that particular young woman? And after those lessons that you've shared, what, how would you define a feminine woman or what are the characteristics that women can have or the, the what, what are the characteristics that women should have when they are empowering themselves or we are they are advocating for their own rights and for their own freedoms and everything else or what's the best way what's the best way that women can empower each other what's the best way that women could advocate for themselves in a way that's constructive like you just described that you know, white women don't use their femininity to sh- to shatter or to destroy men, but they use it to work with their men, to empower each other, to build each other up. Now, as a black woman who's listening to this, or whatever color of a woman who's listening to this, what should they do? What are the lessons that they w- they should take away? What are the lessons that you would teach them about living together in love, living together in harmony, and even forgiving the maybe those ones who have wronged them those who have abused them what would be those lessons that you would share with them um well i
1: mean self introspection plays a very big role in us women you know when when you sit down with yourself and and look at at how you, at your way of doing things when you sit down and and look into how you do things how how you live how you treat yourself in relationships, how you treat relationships in general, it should it should bring you to one point or the other. You know, um, it's very important that you you, you self introspect, you 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 look at at your life in in every way possible, in every angle, and it's very important for women to understand that um, they they can never they can never be an equal to a man. It's very important to understand that they can never be masculine. It's very, it's very crucial for them to know that uh, there's a reason why men were created, why the entire male population was created. It's very important for them to know their place. Respect also comes in, you know. If 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 you respect yourself enough. It wouldn't be difficult for it to rub to the next person, whether male or female. So I think it's very important that we learn as women to forgive ourselves. We learn as women to, to look into our lives, to, to take a journey in our lives and, and look at where we are from and where we are going. It's very important that we, we, we grab what we grab along the way and we decide what to do with it. I mean, if you're a woman, you must, you must know that you you must attract positivity in your life. You must be willing to grow spiritually, mentally. You must be willing to grow as an all-rounder in your life. And for you to, to have that personal growth, you need to first know that you're a woman. Above everything else, you must be humble. You must have humble beginnings. You must take your disgrace and make it grace above everything else you must know god you you must be able to to determine between being a woman and and demanding to be a woman when you are a woman you shouldn't um you shouldn't demand to be recognized as one you should show yourself as one you should present yourself as one you know i, I think um women need to know that masculinity is not within them it's not for them there were men that were created for such women need to know that you should put yourself first before anybody else but you should do it in in, in a respectful and humble way they must know that men are not are not there to destroy them men are not there to overpower them but rather men are there as their pillars men are there to 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 be with them, not not to fight them. So I think women must take time with themselves. Women must self introspect. Women must must know that uh, that there's no man that would just wake up one day and want to destroy you. You know, um, um, women must must look into into what contributes. Uh, 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 what contributes to 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 men being abusive or to i'm not saying abusive men are are, are right by doing so but women must sit and look uh, 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 as to what what really is this thing that that pushes men to be what they are 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 we not are we not the the drivers of 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 pushing men into being what they are by demanding to be seen as women by demanding to be perceived as, as these masculine power human beings you know And whereas men are not even at war with us, you know, as women, we are at war with ourselves and we channel that war towards men, of which now when it reciprocates and men throw the very same war at us, it comes out as abuse. It comes out as emotional abuse, as verbal abuse, as physical abuse, whereas we could avoid being at war with men and actually taking men for what they are. We could conquer this whole thing of uh, being demanding uh, regarding feminism. I mean, feminism should be uh, something that's building us as a black nation, you know? Um, because I mean, feminism has waves of feminism, and each wave has its own um meaning. It, it, each wave has its own definition, you know? So I think women more should should stop this thing of demanding to be seen as feminine, but rather it should, it should be seen on a natural, you know? So being a feminist shouldn't, shouldn't encounter being masculine. You know, we have men who, who, who are masculine, you know? So we shouldn't want to, to play roles that are not meant for us. We should stick to our own roles and allow men to come in with their own. In that way, we will find a solution to this whole thing
0: wow this is very powerful this is very powerful and i'm truly blessed to to be having this conversation with you and to be learning what you are learning now as we approach the conclusion what would be the lessons that you would want to share that you've you've learned in your own life that you've learned in your life from your own pain that you've learned in your own life for being an advocate being an advocate being a voice for men to to advocate for them and their needs and their confusions, their frustrations. What would be the lessons that you learned from men that you would want to share with the women and even the men themselves? What are the lessons that you would want to teach us from the pains that others have shared with you about and even from the pains that you've shared in your own life, that you've experienced in your own life?
1: Um, the lessons that I, I have uh, personally learned in my personal experience um is that the minute you decide to self-introspect the minute you come to terms with yourself as a person for certain situations you become at peace the minute you forgive the minute you let go it's it's it 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 helps you it helps your inner self you become at peace and the experiences I've had with men the experiences that I've learned through these men we're, were rather it was a life a life challenging um journey you know because i i sat down i self-introspected I, I i stopped being angry at these people and these experiences because at some point i was also part of of those experiences i was also part of of, of those things you know so so i learned that um forgiving and being at peace with yourself gives you peace of mind more than anything letting go of the people that constantly bring you pain it's it's what makes you grow in life and also uh, to the men out there do, do, do not settle for less do not settle because you are a man and it's expected of you to do certain things like any other woman would say that they walk away from toxic men you must also learn to walk away from anything that is toxic and that takes away your peace as a man because you can't voice it out so that was that was what i have learned in my personal and and journey people need to let go forgive and have a peace of mind let go of of anything that is toxic let go of anything that does not build you or, or 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 just let go of anything that that costs you your peace whether you're a man or you're a woman and we're gonna have a better approach at, at such issues in life. Once we learn to be at peace with ourselves and let go and forgive, we, we're going to conquer this thing. In my personal experience, it has worked for me and it's still working for me.
0: Wow, wow, wow. This is very powerful. This is very powerful. Perhaps maybe for the last question, what is the advice that you would give to the men who are with women who are feminine or feminists or who aspire to be feminist? And what would be the advice that you would give both the men and the women on how do you deal with each other in this in this in these issues how do we deal with each other and the pains that we've been through so that we'll be able to help each other heal how 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 can they stay together happily lovingly so whether one is feminine or not whether one is pro-feminist or not and how can we use the relationship that we have to heal each other from our past pains from our past traumas how can we live together in harmony
1: well um my, my advice to 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 to, to um, couples that um, stay uh, that are in relationships, uh, whether you are dating a feminist, whether you are dating a, a woman who's aspiring to be a feminist, um, I, I usually hear people say uh, the best um, the best thing in a relationship is communication, but uh, they forget that no matter how how communication might play a major role in your relationship it's respect that builds up a relationship respect comes first before anything if, if if i i can communicate with with my partner but there's no sense of respect then that that communication is 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 a waste and i would advise men to to know their worth to not settle for less if you are dating a feminist and there's no sense of, of of respect there's no mutual respect uh, between the two of you it's not gonna work one way or the other and it's not gonna work in the men's favor in the woman's favor yes because she would be a feminist she would have her own views and opinions and she'd wanna express herself in a way that a feminist would so should you date a feminist that lacks respect for you as a man You should up and leave at the same time you you should know your worth and leave so that you find a peace of mind and the 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 only way to to healing is uh, amongst um young men and women in relationships i mean it's it's respect there's, there's no greater thing than having a mutual feeling and mutual agreement and having respect that is reciprocal, you know, uh, with each other. It, it, it's what builds many relationships because now with respect comes humbleness. With respect comes submissiveness. It doesn't matter what you are submitting to because once you you are in a relationship with a man, you you love him for who he is for what he has unless there's ulterior motives so whenever you get into a relationship feminist or not aspiring to be a feminist or not you you should have respect have self-respect so that you can respect the next person and if you're in that relationship and there is no sense of respect then there's no love definitely no matter how much you guys might communicate uh, you know if there's no respect, then it's not going to work. And in um, the issue of coming to uh, healing each other with our, our past experiences and pains, I mean, it, it takes an individual to, to get over their past and their pain. It, it, it only works. Uh, the partner comes in when uh, uh, the other partner seeks help. Men should learn to be able to speak up. Men should learn to be able to express uh, their feelings and what they are going through men should start knowing their worth uh, uh, by by talking you know once men start uh, voicing out their emotions and what they are going through uh, uh, in a relationship and it's not taken into consideration that is when men will be able to walk out as much as women uh, uh, express their feelings and, and voice out exactly how they are feeling and talk about what they've been through or what they are going through that's that's the reason why women get um, attention in society because they talk and even worse they 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 talk it out in society more than they do with their partners you know so if men start talking it doesn't have to be to the whole world it doesn't have to be to your friends but once you find a partner make that partner your confidant make that partner listen to you and hear you out and if they cannot bear with you as much as men can bear with women women should also learn to bear with men you know hear them out when i say bear with men i don't mean stay when he's beating you up or cheating on you or mistreating you i mean bear with a man when he wants an ear from you when he wants you to hear him out bear with him through those times because it's the only way the world will heal it's the only way we will reconcile as men and women feminist or not so i would advise men to, to to just know their worth express themselves and move away where they are not heard move away where they are not given a chance to be heard
0: wow no those are some life lessons that we need to learn and thank you very much for spending the time you know with this lockdown and the technical issues that we have it took longer to finally record this podcast. And I just want to take this time to thank you and to acknowledge you for sharing with me your views, for sharing with me and teaching me the lessons that you've learned, letting me into your experiences, your life, so that I'll become a better person and so that my audience themselves will also be better people. So thank you very much for spending the time with me. Now, if our listeners are saying that we want to connect with you, we want to reach out to you, You want to hear your political views when you're writing your blogs you want to listen to you when you're speaking how can they get hold of you where should they follow you what are the contexts that they should reach out to you so that they will engage with you and maybe book you as a speaker book you as a political commentator please give us those details uh
1: thank you so much thank you so much for this opportunity thank you so much for laying out this platform to me and sharing out my the beginning of my journey i am so humbled for you to give me a a platform to to share who i am out there um hopefully we will have more of these to get to know through my uh writing through my posting on social media and uh, through my blogging um people can connect with me on facebook i am nontando booksome Lady Kumalo, that is Nontando, booksome Lady Kumalo, and then you can connect with me on my blog as well, um, it's just the startup blog of which I started not so long ago, um, it's threadbidumelo.wordpress.com, that's threadbidumelo.wordpress.com, and then you can get directly in touch with me on 062- three double four six seven one seven thank you so much for this opportunity i'm looking forward to working with you on greater uh projects thank you so much